The United Soccer Coaches is proud to present the United Soccer Coaches podcast, presented by Team Snap and hosted by veteran soccer broadcaster Dean Linky. That's right, the NSCAA is now the United Soccer Coaches. We aren't changing who we are, just what you call us. Start your free, no-risk trial membership today. Go to unitedsoccercoaches.org slash join today. We unite coaches at every level of the game around the passion of the game. Now, here's our host, Dean Linky. Yes, I am Dean Linky, and yes, you heard it loud and proud. From now on, this is the United Soccer Coaches podcast presented by Team Snap. After 76 years as the National Soccer Coaches Association of America, or the NSCAA, it is now forever to be known as the United Soccer Coaches with a fundamental goal of uniting coaches from rec to pro, from Washington to Florida, from competing clubs, leagues, and associations around the love of the game. The announcement came yesterday in Chicago, led by the CEO of the United Soccer Coaches, Lynn Berlin-Manuel, and she'll join me first, then one of the legendary figures for the United Soccer Coaches and soccer in this country, Anson Dorrance, puts his stamp on the new rebrand to United Soccer Coaches. This is the rebrand edition of the United Soccer Coaches podcast presented by Team Snap. And we bring it to you after this message from our presenting sponsor. Managing your club or league shouldn't feel like a second job. With Team Snap, it doesn't have to. They help their customers save time and sanity on tasks such as communication, registration, scheduling, and more. Bring your club or league into the 21st century with Team Snap. The United Soccer Coaches Podcast. Now, once again, Dean Linky. Yes, you heard that right. After 76 years, the NSCAA is now the United Soccer Coaches. That was unveiled yesterday in a fantastic press conference in Chicago. I was delighted to be there to see the vision, hear the vision, and feel the vision of Lynn Berlin Manuel, the CEO of the United Soccer Coaches. Now, Lynn, a big day in Chicago, a big announcement. As you reflect less than 24 hours later, how are you feeling? I feel great. I feel great. Hi, Dean. How are you doing today? It's great to be um, with you. It was, this is an exciting opportunity for our association, and it's honestly been almost two years in the buildup to that day, to this announcement day. Um, a lot of work has gone behind it, a lot of thought, a lot of uh, yeah, reflection, um, a lot of speculation of what does the future of soccer look like. And I believe that the brand change, the name change to United Soccer Coaches is a move that is just the right move at just the right time. It better reflects what we as an association are. I've been part of the NSCAA for my entire career, and I will always be proud of that name and proud of that history. But in many ways, I think our challenge has been that the perception of our association is, is simply not as big as, as all that we do. And United Soccer Coaches better reflects the scope of what this association does, which is really bringing all soccer coaches together around the love of the game, 
we unite soccer coaches around the love of the game. And I think that's what we talked about yesterday. That's what we'd be talking about consistently for months and years to come. And I couldn't be more excited about it. Make no mistake, this is a big, bold move. And to make a move like this, it takes a lot of work. Paint a picture for us. What has gone into bringing this new brand to life? Well, it started, you know, I joined the uh, NSCAA at that time, uh, two years ago as its CEO. And I asked our board of directors to give me an opportunity as a new CEO to really take a step back and explore the association. I'd been a member for decades. Um, Last year was my 41st convention, so I've been around a long time. I'd been on the board for 10 years, but I felt it was extremely important that soccer has changed a great deal, the game has changed, coaching has changed, and it was really important for us to look at where we were today, to reconsider it, to look at all the details of it, and to think about our future. And the board was bold enough to let me do that. And um, we did lots of research. We hired an outside firm to do a brand audit. We did a very in-depth survey of all of our members. I hit the road and met with coaches and coaching groups and soccer organizations throughout the country. And out of that entire project came a strategic plan that I presented to our board that included a number of things, including a a deeper investment in technology and a new approach or a broader approach to education and career development that included escalating our voice and the voice of coaches in the game. And one of those initiatives was considering a rebrand. And a rebrand is a marketing term, but what it really means is looking at how you present yourself to the world. And sometimes it's just a logo change. I didn't believe that was enough for us. I believe that we really need to consider our name and that it best reflects um, what we wanted to be as we um, built upon our past and went into the future. And so it's been a two-year process. Um, We included our legacy members a few months ago to really update them, and we wanted to be sure that the change management process was well thought through and there was a really good launch plan, and you will, a lot of pieces have already gone into place, but a lot more will be coming down the pike over the next few months. So a snapshot of two very full years of preparation for this moment in time. Yeah, incredible. And, you know, and Anson Dorrance, uh, our next guest, actually talked about uh, a private meeting that you had as well as part of this putting together, which was so exciting. It mm-hmm. got, gave me chills as well. What will change about this association moving forward? I know you talked about this yesterday in Chicago. You know, in some ways, some things will change very little, and some things will change a lot. Um, in many ways, the name change reflects better what we already are. And I think that was the great frustration that I felt was the soccer marketplace, the coaching, the perspective of not really understanding the scope of what our association is and does. Uh, However, so much of what we will be doing is the same, only better. But we do want to take a larger voice. Um, We want to represent the voices of coaches in all organizations. We are unique as a soccer organization because we work with everybody. Coaches in our association come from every single organization. What they have in common is their passion for the game and their love of coaching. So we want to build on that. We want to represent their voice. We want to make sure that each of the constituencies that we have, unique for United Soccer Coaches, frankly, is that most coaches associations are pro-coaches 
or college or high school or whatever. We are all of those. And it is both our power and our challenge. I believe very strongly, and it's the philosophy we are working with, that coaches are equal but different. They are equal in the sense that wherever you are in your coaching journey, whether you are an MLS coach, a Division I college coach, you know, a brand-new mom and dad coach, a high school coach, it, you are critical to our game. And your role is very important. But wherever you, and wherever you are in your journey is, is important. However, your needs are very different. And I believe our future and the future of United Soccer Coaches is really being sure that we understand and deliver upon the needs of each of those constituency groups. But what brings us together is really being united around the love of the game. And we'd like to be that common denominator that brings people together, that we solve problems together. And Anson has been a really important one. All of our associations that we belong to, so many of them are in conflict, or just each try to find their own path. Hopefully through the Coaches Association, we can bring you together. So that's our objective. Of course, Lynn, uh, you know, you're so pragmatic, but you're also a realist. There will be some naysayers. What will be your message initially to the naysayers as uh, you get them to jump in and, and ride along with United Soccer Coaches? Well, I'm counting on a first flurry, and it's already begun a little bit. Uh, the, Twitter, the Twitter sphere, is, the first flurry is, you know, is she the dumbest person on earth? <laughs> I'd like to deny that. No, no, I'm not. Um, you know, I think change is hard. And what we find in a change of this magnitude and this nature is that, you know, people, a knee-jerk reaction is, I don't want to change, I don't like to change, I don't understand to change. Our job and the job of all United Soccer Coaches members, right, frankly, today is to help people understand the scope of what we do, why we've made this identity brand change, um, and, and how important our association is for the good of the game. Um, soccer coaches don't tend to be political people. Um, they don't want to be in politics. They want to coach. And I think that that's what's so powerful about this. And that's, in many ways, we're telling our naysayers, look, this association has not changed its DNA. Collegiality, supporting each other, making the game better, making coaches better. We're still, we've been about that for 76 years, and that hasn't changed a lick. A name change simply helps the larger soccer world understand us better. Our name for long for a long time has had too many words and too many letters and has been too similar in some ways to the NCAA. So it's often been very confusing in the marketplace. United Soccer Coaches is very clear. There is no acronym. We will never use an acronym. United Soccer Coaches is our name. We don't want to be part of the alphabet soup. We want to be United Soccer Coaches. And I think that one by one, the naysayers will, will come on board. And, um, and we've already seen that start to happen. So it feels good. And lots of people have been very positive about it. Oh, indeed. In fact, uh, so many people have been positive about it, Lynn. And yesterday was a, a certainly a testament to that. You, you mentioned the future. What is your vision for United Soccer Coaches in the future, Lynn? Because you've always had an eye on the future, no matter what you were doing with soccer in this country. Well, I think it really does have to do. First of all, we'd like to be a lot. We'd like to be 50,000 members. That's an ambitious goal for our association, but I think it's we want to see every coach who has co soccer coaching as an important part of their life want to be part of this 
community of coaches. We're already the largest community of coaches in the world. Um, that's nice, but we're a very big country, and the world is a very big place, and we feel we have so many others we can serve. Um, we want to be sure that we're expanding the level of services that we offer. Um, we have many youth coaches today, as an, just as one example, who uh, they make a living as a coach, but they do it by working many jobs. They coach a couple of teams, and they do camps, and they do personal training, and they work their butts off, but they don't get medical benefits anywhere. They don't work quite enough to be able to really make a good living. And it's certainly, we can't do that for everybody, but we'd like to be able to assist in providing opportunities for coaches to have, again, wherever they are in their career, um, you know, be able to provide them the services that would be useful for them. If you're a relatively beginner mom and dad, those may not be the services that you need. You need introductory coaching um, information, and we want to be able to do that as well. So I think it's really um, understanding our diverse constituencies, being able to serve each of them very well, and have each of them really feel they are part of a greater whole. They are not alone. They are part of United Soccer Coaches. That's the future I look for. I love it. Obviously, big announcement, the rebrand to United Soccer Coaches, but not the only announcement yesterday, as you also announced the upcoming host cities for the annual, get this, United Soccer Coaches Convention, highlighted by the addition of new destinations like Chicago and Anaheim. Lynn, for those who haven't been to a United Soccer Coaches Convention, can you share what that experience encompasses, and is there any info we should know about next year's United Soccer Coaches Convention in Philadelphia, but start with the notion of Chicago and Anaheim being in the mix now? Well, it's exciting for us. Um, We wanted to be sure that it's understood that United Soccer Coaches is a national organization. The bulk of conventions over the years have been focused in the Northeast, and that's still an important hub for us. But being able to have an anchor city in the Midwest like Chicago, and we'll have other Midwest cities as well. Kansas City will also be, has already been scheduled as a convention city. But Chicago is a special city, and it's one of the great cities of the world, quite honestly. And Anaheim, as a Western city, really brings a destination, not just the convention experience itself, which is we'll talk about in a moment, but Anaheim itself is a unique destination in so many ways. And it's at a time of year for those coaches who so choose, they can bring their families and create it as a family environment as well. Um, We know the coach himself or herself is going to want to be part of the convention, but it's nice to have your families with you when that works. So we're excited about both locations. Chicago is a big move for us. Um, The city itself really rolled out the red carpet for a long time. It wasn't an option because of hotel limitations, and they've done so much to grow their convention center and the hotels around it and really turn that into a convention destination. So we're very excited about it. And Anaheim, you don't have to say much about Anaheim. Mm -hmm. It's one of the great convention destinations in America and the world. So in both, we're real excited. But in terms of the convention itself, uh, you know, it's. I have to say on a personal basis, to me, it's a career changer. It's a game changer when an individual goes to our convention. It was for me, and I think it is for almost everybody who goes. Um, it makes you feel like you're part, as a soccer coach, or frankly, just being connected to the game, it makes you feel like you're truly part of something big. 
Um, we have over 250 education sessions, and, and that's kind of just the beginning. Hundreds of companies are in the exhibit hall. But there's, again, there's so much more. It's the networking. It's the idea sharing. It's the um, getting to know coaches from all over the country. It's being part of something bigger. Um, I mentioned earlier, I went to my first convention over 40 years ago, which is shocking to me as much as anything. But it was a, it was a career changer for me. Um, Part of it is people and the the coaching community is so welcoming that as a new coach or a new person working in soccer, um, or frankly as an old-timer, everybody there is there for the same reason, to learn, to share, to be part of the community. And it is, it's it's a -a one-of-a-kind experience in the world. People don't realize that we actually have nothing like it anywhere in the world. And frankly, no other sport has a coaches association that does anything like this. So I can't speak to it enough. I think it's a, a, a very modest investment for a giant return for a coach at any level at all. It's cool. <laughs> it is so cool. And only Lynn Berlin Manuel could take five questions that I just fed you in one single question and answer every single point. I really appreciate that. So, Lynn, I'm going to ask you the same thing that I asked Anson at the end of his interview, which is coming up. Sure. Uh, you know, And it's a repeat question, but one uh, that uh, will be your final comments here. United Soccer Coaches means what to you? It means bringing together coaches at every level of our sport for that central goal, that central objective of being passionate about the game. It's developing better coaches to develop better players, and it's really working together to elevate coaches and elevate our game. Um, United Soccer Coaches, I believe, is the association that every coach should belong to, can belong to, and will want to belong to because it makes them part of a very, very special community. Congratulations, Lynn Berlin-Manuel. It was awesome to be a part of yesterday's festivities in Chicago and moving forward. Certainly now uh, we're bringing the podcast every week now at the start of the college season as well, the United Soccer Coaches podcast. Lynn, you're a true visionary. I'm so excited about uh, the rebrand and being a part of this great organization. Thank you so much, Dean. I look forward to seeing you soon. Take care. Can't wait for that. Lynn Burley Manuel, the true visionary behind the name change of the NSCAA to the United Soccer Coaches. Anson Dorrance is one of the legendary soccer figures in this country, the all-time winningest college coach any sport, any time, and a true legacy member of this organization. He loves the rebrand of United Soccer Coaches, and Anson Dorrance joins us next on the United Soccer Coaches podcast presented by Team Snap. Looking for ways to improve your training sessions? Quick Goal has supplied the highest quality soccer goals, seating, field, and training equipment for over 30 years. From backyards to the world's greatest pitches, Quick Goal has products essential for every level of the game. As an official partner to the United Soccer Coaches and technical partner to U.S. Soccer, Quick Goal knows what equipment you need to take your game to the next level. Visit quickgoal.com to satisfy all your equipment needs. The NSCAA is now United Soccer Coaches. We help you develop into better coaches so you can develop better players. We aren't changing who we are, just what you call us. Join in the month of August and save $15. Go to unitedsoccercoaches.org slash join today. Does managing your club or league feel like a second job? If so, you might need some help. With Team Snap, you can get it. 
their customers save up to 15 hours each week on tasks such as communication, registration, scheduling, and more. Plus, everything you need is online, which means no more trips to the bank, no more lost checks, and no more colossal spreadsheets. Bring your club or league into the 21st century with TeamSnap. Now, here's our host, Dean Linky. Yes, indeed. Rolling along here with now called the United Soccer Coaches Podcast presented by Team Snap. Great way to start the show with Lynn Burley-Manuel, the CEO and obviously one of the masterminds behind this name change. For 76 years, it's been the National Soccer Coaches Association of America. But from now on, it's United Soccer Coaches driving home the message that the association is fundamentally about uniting coaches from rec to pro, from Washington to Florida, from competing clubs, leagues, associations around the love of the game. And one of the legendary figures for not all 76 years, we won't say how many he's been on this wonderful earth, but uh, one of the most successful coaches of all time in soccer, and for my money, any sport, the great Anson Dorrance, a repeat customer here as part of our podcast, and uh, 20-plus national championships, so many ACC titles. He won the World Cup with the U.S. Women's National Team in 1991. He's a U.S. Soccer Hall of Famer and United Soccer Coaches Honor Award winner is what we'll say now. And Anson Dorrance is kind enough to join me now following up Lynn Burling Manual. Coach, thanks for being with us. Dean, my pleasure. Well, Anson, you have uh, long been trumpeting the virtues of the National Soccer Coaches Association of America. It's now United Soccer Coaches. You knew about it before the announcement yesterday in Chicago. And I understand that you were very much behind the name change. Tell us why. Yeah, well, first of all, uh, I really appreciated the way uh, Lynn Burling Manuel rolled it out to us. Uh, it was a very sort of secretive mission uh, at the uh, convention out in L.A., and he, she invited us all in this room, and, and it really made all of us feel special, like we were a part of a, you know, a special movement. Uh, and then she threw stuff up uh, on a PowerPoint screen and and I really liked uh, everything she showed me. Of course, I've seen a lot of her work before. I was a part of working on a Hall of Fame committee with her. And uh, honestly, we had, you know, 12 to 15 people in this Hall of Fame committee. But one of the most powerful leadership voices in that room uh, was Lynn Burling Manuel. And I really won a lot of, uh, uh, had a lot of respect for her watching her back then. And I fully support uh, what she's doing now with uh, uh, changing us to. United Soccer Coaches, uh, I love it in every respect. Yeah, what's in a name? When you think United Soccer Coaches, what does it mean to Anson Dorrance? Well, you know, exactly what you said, exactly the way you introduced it. I mean, I like the way we're united in all kinds of ways. We're united across the country with this organization. We're united up and down the soccer scale from the rec player to the competitive player to the high school player to the collegiate player to the professional player and the national team player so i like uh, the united aspect across the country but also straight through uh the different teams and levels um, i like that aspect as well i also like uh, the fact that this is uh, going to be a, a a trusted and unifying voice and advocate for uh, uh soccer coaches at all levels of the game and, and i absolutely love that so i think from that perspective uh, uh, this change is very good because let's face it, uh, uh, the acronym just uh, uh, is not enough. Uh, we're more than letters, uh, and uh, yeah, I love this the United Soccer Coaches. So I think from every possible perspective, uh, we're not going to lose our essential DNA, 
which is the people that drive this organization. And I really feel like uh, this uh, new name is, is excellent for us and the direction that we want to go in. Anson, you mentioned people. When you go to the convention, you see the red apron members, the true legacies, the, you know, Walter Bars and Dr. Ray Siplik and, and so many legendary figures. What was uh, your general take on how they felt about the name change? Uh, are they as eager and enthusiastic about it as you are? One of the things I love about our, our organization uh, is that uh, they're truly servant leaders in this organization. Now, I haven't, you know, done a poll of all the membership to find out what all of them feel about this new direction. But honestly, I think uh, this uh, uh, new title for us is going to be a much better title than a collection of letters. And I think they're going to sort of guide us in the right direction by supporting this fully and coming aboard to help sell this idea for the entire country and basically to unite us, to, you know, extend the cliche then. And as you know, uh, you've always been about the mission of advocacy. You already mentioned it, education and service. Why are those three components so important to you? Well, what I love is uh, we're not a political organization. And I don't know who came up with this uh, progressive leadership paradigm that we follow uh, with United Soccer Coaches. But a, a person comes in at one level in our organization in a leadership position, and then four or five years later, through a progression of different responsibilities where you're actually working for the association, uh, they become uh, our president. And then they've got a year of post-presidency where they're honored, they still sit on committees, and then they're sort of uh, uh, recycled right back into uh, the population. And so it's not like what I see happening across the world. I mean, one of the worst parts of the FIFA scandal uh, are these people clinging to power, thinking of ways to exploit the game for their their own uh, benefit and gain. And that's not the way uh, this organization has started or the way their leadership progresses. Uh, you serve your time in these leadership roles. Uh, it's a time-consuming period for you. It is servant leadership because you're serving everyone and the soccer community and the people that you're involved with. And then you move on and are recycled in. You're not hanging on to something. You're not trying to expand your base of power. You're not trying to, you know, siphon off cash at every opportunity. And for that reason, I am committed to this organization until the last day of my soccer life. <laughs> well, we're glad about that. Uh, and certainly, uh, it's fascinating to have you on for so many reasons, but obviously you've represented the college game at the highest level, the most successful college coach of all time. And as you know, with this name change, one thing that will still continue, though, with the United Soccer Coaches is their affinity to the NCAA. In fact, when you think about it, that was probably one of the key reasons as well, because it was confusing for folks, NCAA and NSCAA. Now you've got United Soccer Coaches representing the NCAA so well. They'll continue that mission, right, Coach? Yeah, I think that's a, a great uh, uh, description of one of the possible issues with the old name. Um, I think that's because, uh, <laughs> honestly, uh, I think I was confused, and why would I be confused? I mean, I understand what the NCAA is. I certainly what I understand what the NSCAA is, uh, but you're right, it's almost too close for even those of us that have been involved in the game forever uh, we can stumble over even things like that. So I think uh, for many different reasons, I think this was a great change for us. All right, let's talk about the college season coming up as uh, you're getting ready for another one. You seem just as eager as your first day on the job, Anson. Am I right about that? Well, yeah, but my first day on the job, obviously, I was in abject terror. So please don't <laughs> think that I feel the same way now that I did when I was entering my first year as a head coach. <clears throat> 
basically uh, following, uh, you know, a Hall of Famer in Dr. Marvin Allen at the University of North Carolina. So this is not like that first year. <clears throat> so uh, I feel a heck of a lot better than that first year. And I'm excited. I absolutely love my job. I love working for a, a wonderful university like mine. I certainly love living here in Chapel Hill. And so I can't wait. Um, we've got a, a collection of talented kids coming in and returning from uh, USU-20 uh, national team duty in that World Cup in Papua New Guinea. Um, I think we've recruited well. Uh, I like uh, my leadership coming back from last year's team uh, that I'm very proud to say finished third in the country with a team I didn't think was going to go anywhere. So from every conceivable perspective, uh, uh, I'm excited about this fall to see what we can do. For so many years, you crushed the opposition. Uh, as you know, you won uh, so many national championships. I don't think uh, Carla Overback lost a game. I'm not even sure if uh, when Mia Hamm was there, if she lost a game as they were together as well. Obviously, the landscape has changed, and now you see you know, diversity. Kadani McAlpine, who led USC to the national championship as an African-American coach and young and hungry. From where you sit, how excited does that make you, seeing these up-and-comers and the diversity now in women's college soccer? Well, obviously, we would love to be in a position where we've continued to dominate the way we used to. So I don't want to, you know, pretend that uh, I'm Pollyanna <laughs> and everything is absolutely wonderful. Um, but still, I've got to credit my uh, colleagues. Uh, I've got to credit the youth coaches across the country. Uh, my colleagues are making uh, any climb into the Final Four a very arduous task for any of us. So uh, they're to be congratulated. They're doing a better and better job every year. So are the youth coaches. Uh, the youth coaches are doing such a fine job. There's not a team out there in the top 100 that doesn't have a fantastic roster of starters um, that can compete with anyone. So I think the youth coaches are producing fabulous talent. I think the college coaches that are out there are doing a better and better job, and it's harder and harder to beat any one of them. Uh, so I'm certainly enjoying that part, the real challenge. Um, and I do, do think the American uh, collegiate game is significant. In fact, uh, I brag about this all the time. I think in that band between the ages of 17 and 22, uh, the American Colleges is probably the best player development band in the world for that age group. And uh, the uh, references I make for that is the success of the U.S. full national team uh, post-college and the success of the Canadian full national team post-college because those are the two countries that primarily – use that uh, educational band, the uh, American uh, Collegiate Game, as their player development platform for the 17- to 22-year-old. And uh, those two countries at a U-17 and U-20 level uh, don't do exceptionally well, but they certainly do a heck of a lot better once they get to the, uh, the full World Cup uh, and the Olympic level. So I think uh, there's something about that college band uh, that, is, that is fantastic, and you've hit the nail on the head. I think there are a lot of outstanding college coaches that work themselves to death uh, in player development, and they've produced a very fine uh, uh, brand of the game that are helping these kids adjust to certainly play in the NWSL and I think across the face of the earth in various professional leagues, but they also do a fine job of preparing the American player and the Canadian player to slip into their full teams relatively quickly and seamlessly. 
You're hearing the wonderful wisdom of Anson Dorrance pledging his support here for the United Soccer Coaches. Now it's the United Soccer Coaches. Anson, uh, can't let you go without uh, talking about, uh, you, you mentioned player development. Uh, in the last several weeks, we've had members, key members of the ECNL and also key members from U.S. Soccer's Development Academy. From where you sit right now, knowing that uh, both of them are still chugging along, how are you feeling about uh, that part of player development, particularly the notion no more or, you know, high school soccer, really, for the players that uh, want to make it to the elite level? Well, you know, I was a, a critic of the uh, uh, Girls Development Academy rollout. I really wanted them to uh, sit down with the ECNL leadership and, and form some sort of hybrid, if for no other reason than to tip their hat to this uh, wonderful leadership in the ECNL uh, uh, led by Christian Labors, but also a wonderful and fine collection of of soccer leaders that took uh, the ECNL and formed it, uh, developed it, and uh, honestly did a tremendous job developing our kids. So I was not a fan of the of the uh, uh, Development Academy rollout by U.S. Soccer, and I, I've made that uh, my opinions public. Uh, still having said that, I think we've got two fine organizations that are going to do a tremendous job developing uh, uh, the young players in the United States, uh, the young females. Uh, I think uh, both have uh, excellent things to offer. Uh, when someone asks me whether they should jump into the DA or jump into an ECNL team, I'm very honest with uh, uh, the people that ask me the question. I say, you know, if I had a choice and I had a daughter that was playing, I would select the best coach. And there's some absolutely fantastic coaches coaching in the ECNL that I would never uh, regret sending uh, a player that's uh, recruited by me coming to play here or a daughter of mine to play for. And yet, by the same token, of course, uh, the DA is going to hire some brilliant coaches as well. I certainly uh, think uh, the philosophy of the DA is a good one. Uh, I'm not an advocate uh, necessarily of blowing up the high school game. Uh, Susan Ellis, uh, in my opinion, one of the top youth soccer coaches in the country, is a high school coach at Durham Academy. Uh, in uh, Durham, North Carolina. I would think it would be a shame if a young high, high school player uh, that had the opportunity to play for Susan couldn't play uh, because she was in a DA that didn't allow her to play high school soccer. So I think there are a lot of fantastic high school soccer coaches as well, so I'm certainly not a fan of, of that rule, but I understand it. I think in general uh, the reason the DA doesn't want them to play high school soccer is because generally – uh, that game isn't anywhere near what the DA can provide in terms of player development, but also year-round play. So I certainly understand all the philosophies that the DA is throwing out there. I'm not a, a fan of uh, the fact that uh, they feel that the way to develop a player is by not substituting them. I think the way to develop a player is by having them play the game at a sprint, and if they can't sprint anymore, you substitute them. And I genuinely feel that that's the way to develop an elite player, not to ask a player that can't sprint for 90 to last for 90. I don't think that develops them. I think you set the bar higher by insisting on a higher intensity level and a player action uh, level, and I think that's the way you set the bar. So I don't agree entirely with the platform of the DA, but I think in general they've got things right. I think they understand best practices. And I think we're going to have uh, two fantastic organizations helping our women's game develop. Uh, but I certainly want to continue to tip my hat to the great high school coaches that are out there uh, having uh, and delivering a great experience for their uh, young high school kids uh, that are still a part of the educational institutions where they get some 
recognition for their uh, soccer performances. They're a part of a community, a school community, which I also think is positive. And so uh, I have mixed emotions, but I certainly support the uh, the directions of all three platforms. And I still think what you do is you select the coach first before you select the organization. Phenomenal answer here with Anson Dorrance covering the rebrand of the NSCA to United Soccer Coaches. Covered youth soccer, high school soccer, college soccer. And Anson can't let you go, particularly now that uh, you've got an even better look at the NWSL with the return of the North Carolina Courage in the NWSL. Give us your thoughts on the development of that league and how that also enhances the U.S. women's national team and other national team programs for that matter. Well, I love it. And obviously, I want to tip my hat to Sunil Gulati. Heck, I just finished up blowing up, you know, one of uh, his initiatives with a DA. Uh, <laughs> but I have to tip my hat to Sunil and what he's done with that league. I mean, we tried twice before with the WSA and then with the WPS, and we failed both times to get uh, a sustained uh, uh, women's professional league off the ground. Uh, and uh, he came in and solved it for us. I think. Uh, Uh, His business plan behind uh, the NWSL has been extraordinary. Uh, The league has certainly extended itself beyond the three years. And then what I see, which is very positive, is the league getting better and better and better. Uh, I can't believe it. I'm so spoiled. I get to, you know, roll out of bed, and in 25 minutes I'm at Wake Med Park uh, on Salem Field to watch, you know, the North Carolina Courage play. Uh, They're a uh, high-caliber professional team with a fantastic coach and coaching staff, um, uh, led by a wonderful owner, uh, uh, I'm proud to say a Tar Heel graduate, uh, that uh, basically bought the uh, reigning champions, the Western New York Flash, brought them down here, and now we're seeing the highest level of the game. And I've been following the game, obviously, as you know, from the beginning, and I'll be honest with you, uh, the game is getting better and better and better. Uh, The pro teams are getting better, the coaches are getting better, the standard is getting better, and I am just very excited about uh, this direction. And again, I credit uh, uh, you know Sunil and his leadership, and uh, the owners that have jumped in to support this, but also the fine coaches that we've managed to be uh, be kept with these teams that have made this uh, standard for me just a joy to to support and watch. Final question, kind of a repeat question, but when you hear United Soccer Coaches, what's it mean to you? Well, it means, obviously, what we shared earlier. We're united across the board. We're united across the country. We're united top to bottom, uh, from the rec player all the way up to the NWSL and full national team player. We are united in our mission uh, to make sure that uh, we are continuing to sell the game, uh, sell our coaches and getting better and better and improving the players and uh, basically we have a union uh, of uh, coaches across the country at all levels and uh, that's a community I love. I mean there are few events I enjoy as much as the annual convention and I think uh, that convention is the largest soccer convention in the world and obviously uh, it owes itself to uh, uh, the leadership with this extraordinary group and I'm, I'm proud to be a member. 
Anson Dorrance, what a great way to cap off this rebrand edition, the United Soccer Coaches Podcast, which, by the way, will come to you every week now that the college season has started. No more every two weeks, but we'll do it every week, including next week for the preseason rankings and the initial Mac Herman Trophy Award list as well. Looking forward to that all season long, and that means Anson will definitely have you back during the college soccer season. Thanks for being a part of this rebrand edition of the United Soccer Coaches Podcast. Presented by Team Snap. Dean, my pleasure. No, certainly my pleasure and a great honor to be a part of the United Soccer Coaches unveiling yesterday in Chicago. I want to thank Lynn Burling Manuel, the CEO of the United Soccer Coaches, her amazing staff, Jeff Van Dusen, Sean Chevro, Ashley Goodrich, Kurt Austin, Ian Barker, Steve Veal, and the list is endless. Each and every person that helped make this new rebrand possible as we are indeed United Coaches. Coaches at all levels. The United Soccer Coaches Podcast, presented by Team Snap. Be coming to you every week through the college soccer season. Thanks for being with us, everybody. I'm Dean Linky. The NSCAA is now United Soccer Coaches. We aren't changing who we are, just what you call us. Start your free no-risk trial membership today. Go to UnitedSoccerCoaches.org slash join.